and welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and this issue's cover is slightly unusual in that it talks about a conglomerate Aditya Birla group but it's not about its usual line of businesses but uh, how it is gearing up to help its boss build a financial services powerhouse. And joining me to talk about his story is Forbes India's assistant editor Salil Panchal. Hi Salil, nice to have you back. Hi Abhishek. Uh, Salil, we've been reading about Aditya Birla in the last few weeks, especially when it merged its apparel business. It's got a private equity fund. It's set to raise 500 million recently on June 4th. It did a joint venture with a South African company to enter the health insurance sector in India. So it does a bunch of things, but you guys decided to write about its financial arm. So just briefly take us through the genesis of the story idea and what's your cover story about? You know, it's exactly as you said that, you know, here's a $40 billion group. People are aware of the insurance business, which was there for the last 15 years, uh, which has been La Sun Life and the AMC, which came earlier, the mutual fund business. But we happened to hit upon this, you know, when we just had a meeting, a casual meeting with uh, Ajay Srinivasan, the CEO of uh, the financial services arm. And at that point, he was talking to us about the housing finance business and how excited he was about entering that sector. And he started talking about, you know, that, that at last, you know, they are getting into a whole range of segments. They've, they've diversified completely. And, and that's when we thought that this is something worth writing about. It's not really a, a loose kind of organization, you know, uh, which we all thought earlier, you know, that, oh, you have an insurance arm or you have a mutual fund, you know, a little bit of booking. It's not just diversified, but it, but it has a complete unified structure. And the best part is that at last you have a stage where not only the, the promoter, Kumar Mangalam Birla, has a very keen eye on the business of financial services, but you have about 11 businesses which are all starting to take off and, and doing very well. And Aditya Birla Group has very, very clearly stated that they're very keen on getting a banking license. It didn't come two years back, but... But they would be hopeful in the future that when the banking license comes, they are ready to take on rivals and really go further from here. Right. And, and to give a background, uh, they already are a big entity in that the Aditya Birla Financial Services Group uh, serves over 6.5 million customers is what I read. Uh, manages assets yes. worth 1,64,000 crore rupees, 500 cities, 1,700 odd branches, and 200,000 channel partners. So it's a big outfit. How much does it contribute to its parents' revenues, and how does Kumar Mangalam Birla look at it from his position as opposed to other entities? Yeah, I'll take you back to a little bit. They had their interest in, in the mutual fund, which was about 20 years ago in 1994 through a JV with the uh, with Sun Life of Canada. And then about seven years after that, they, they got into the insurance business and later later broking and, and the NBFC. When they brought on Ajay Srinivasan and uh, Ankaj Razdan, both who were former Prudential ICI employees, they decided that you know, we need to give it a, a greater trust. So we, we've not only mapped where they were and where they are today, but we also happened to have a long meeting with Mr. Kumar Mangalam Birla and we understood where the trust has come from, that he's really, really very serious about not just taking the financial services business forward, but yes, as and when the banking license comes, 
they're going to be ready to take on rivals like Bajaj FinServe, you have Valenti Finance, you have Reliance. And, and it makes sense because today ABSFG contributes about 30% in revenue to its group firm uh, Aditya Bidla Nuvo. That's really big. So it's, it's good times. And that's what Mr. Kumar Bidla spoke about, that he's saying he's very happy with the journey it's taken, but they have a lot more to do. And is there a ceiling limit uh, to their success despite their forays, given that the RBI hasn't granted them and a host of other industrial houses a banking license that you briefly mentioned? How big a disappointment is it to, to Mr. Birla? What, what did he have to say about that? Absolutely. Great question. It, it was a huge disappointment is, is how he's put it. And, and, and that's really how they felt internally also. The Aditya Birla group, probably like Bajaj, was, was one of the favorites to get get banking license at least that was what you know a lot of market experts felt great brand they had a base uh, they have the right people to lead them so it was kind of ready it's absolutely ready you know that was that was the main part in 2013 when they applied for a banking license it's probably a hangover that somewhere the central bank is probably a little uncomfortable about you know whether corporate should get into the banking system this is exactly one of the challenges that a lot of people spoke to us about uh, experts that we spoke to when we were when we were writing our story and researching it they said that this is going to be one of the biggest challenges that the aditya group faces that you know the banking license not getting the banking license was a huge disappointment yes and they're just one step away from being a bank they've got everything else in place you know, suppose you have a scenario where, where the Aditya Villa group does not get a banking license in the future. How will they deal with it? You know, because if you're going to grow, you need to become that bank because it, it will help you not just widen the whole range of products, offering deposits, you know, building you know, newer products, lowering your costs. If they're not going to get that banking license, there's, there's a little bit of uncertainty as to how the group would take the business forward. That is something which a lot of experts spoke to us about. And I'll just add one more thing here that, you know, one of the biggest challenges that they they also face is this issue of what people call bandwidth, that yes, you have a group which has understood very clearly the the importance of financial services, because you have a group which is completely diversified into cement, into into, uh, telecom, apparels and various other things. But how much focus and attention are you going to give the financial services firm? That is going to be a critical element which Mr. Birla will to, you know, address. So, so those are the big challenges that they face. Yes, they've done pretty well. They're in the right space. You know, they have the numbers to show. So, so with that in mind, what does the immediate future look like? Or how do the top management perceive it to be? Given the fact that the banking license could be uncertain, could be a long way from coming. Yeah, now that's where the new businesses fit in. That probably what they've decided that, yes, expansion is going to be the way forward. So you, you get into areas like housing finance, which is fast growing. Of course, they will compete with the larger players. But the idea is to be there. You know, they, they are in a sweet spot in terms of building up their businesses. But this will be the more challenging road ahead. So it's not just, you know, finding a space in the new businesses, that's your housing finance and real estate, but also building up the rest of their businesses, which they've done so far, you know, over the last two decades. That will really be the bigger challenge, that how are you going to increase market share in each one of these? And it would, it would have to be really doing more of the same over the, over the next uh, few years. There is one, one good element which is there, that um, with the coming of the, of, of the Modi government, there is that optimism that, that the economy will come back on track. And once it does, as growth improves, so will the financial se- uh, services sector and banking uh, will become a critical element there. Right. On that note, Salil, it's time to wrap up. Uh, 
Thank you very much for your time. Thanks a lot, Abhishek. Good speaking to you. And all you listeners, you can get this podcast on ForbesIndia.com as well as on iTunes. Just type in Forbes India on the top right corner of iTunes. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, just message Forbes to five one eight one eight.